And welcome to Descaladeator. Hello, everybody. It's time for another Descaladeator. It's me, Lady Ada, here at home. Quarantine, staying safe, staying indoors, not going outside and uh, getting sick and endangering others. Instead, working on hardware because that's more fun. Uh, so we're streaming on a couple different services. We got the Instagram Live. We've got Facebook and YouTube and all that good stuff. That's right. I should mention that we do go to the factory every day, but when we do go, we're safe. Gloves, mask. All of our team has PPE. Yeah. Um, we follow a very strict protocol. We're 30-something days in. So far, no one's gotten sick. Uh, no one's gotten ill. Um, although, you know, testing is uh, still not on the way. So we're yeah. just assuming... Um, that everyone has something and, and we have something, so let's just be smart. Um, but tonight, uh, we're home. So here is a desk of Lady Ada. That's right. So what we're doing tonight is I was just testing out Brent's new pull request to add Phona support to CircuitPython. What does that mean? That means that for our uh, microcontroller boards that run Python or even single board computers um, that run Python, uh, you want to connect to cellular modems um, send data to and from the internet using this cellular network instead of Wi-Fi or Ethernet. Uh, we now have the basics of support, so we're slowly but surely getting there. Um, first PR just merged today so people can check it out. Uh, we haven't added like requests or um, MQTT support yet, but that's coming in the next week or two. Um, but if people are just like, wow, I wish I had like raw sockets and I would just like connect to things and like transfer data, uh, you can get started right now. I thought I'd show off a little demo with the wiring of my SIM 808 cellular module and Itsy Bitsy M4. So this is my little SAMD51 board. So cute. We're running CircuitPython. Have it wired up here to a uh, QT enabled uh, OLED display. This is a recent uh, upgrade. Our OLEDs have been like this for quite a bit, but did, did not have a... Uh, dual stem IQT connector, now they do. So it's very easy to wire this up. And then I have a SIM 808 module. I like the SIMCOM module. These are cellular modules that have voice, SMS, um, as well as GPRS data. They're 2G, but they still work. And they'll probably work for another year or so. Um, especially here in New York, there's lots of machine to machine that uses it. And all these cellular modules, they're actually all kind of the same. Um, they uh, tend to use, you know, MediaTek chipsets or Intel chipsets or something like that. And they have an AT command set. And it's kind of, I, I personally am not a fan of the AT command set. I think uh, UART-based communication is just like a problem. But that's the standard, so we're going to stick with it. Um, does this have SMS support? Uh, we haven't had S added SMS or voice support to CircuitPython. The module has support, and Arduino, you can use it. But we haven't gotten to that yet. We're starting with data transfer. Okay. Because we think that's kind of what a lot of people want to do with Python. And again... What, do you think we're going to have it? Oh, yeah, we'll have it. Okay, but there you go. That's, like, that's actually what people want to know. It's like maybe in a couple weeks, because okay. we want to get the data stuff. Yeah, the hardware can do it. We're going to get there. Yeah. Um, the reason why I think data is a little bit more useful is there's the N NBIOT modules and a lot of modules that have data but getting modules that have voice is actually starting to get a little tougher i'm noticing that um modules you know if they can kind of not include voice and sms they kind of don't and they just sort of do gprs so um this is an older module but it works fine so let's go check out the github repo 
Yay! Oh, my computer. Um, so this is where you can find it, Adafruit CircuitPython Phona. The reason we call it Phona and not like Sim 808 or Sim 800 or like Ublox, whatever, is again, we want to be generic. It should be like for any cellular modules. And um, Phil and I went out for some delicious Chinese food a few years ago, and he came up with Phona as the brand name, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, Phona is the name for our phone products. Blue Fruit is the name for Bluetooth products. And uh, that makes it easy for us to continue to evolve uh, as chips change and not get stuck with, you know, 7050909. Yeah. Hey. And this actually kind of came up with like, why do you call WS2812's NeoPixels? And the reason yeah. is because the actual underlying chip number changes. So it's yeah. like... We, Huzzah is going to be an ESP32S2 soon. I know. So it's like, we, we like to have things that where it's not... I've found that if you're very specific to the the part number, you get kind of burnt a little bit later on because um, the part number changes. Anyways, okay, so check this out. It's not quite in the bundle yet, but you can... Um, Check out the, the library. You can, of course, just download uh, the raw Python code. And it's a lot of AT parsing, which, you know, on one hand is something that Python does really well. I mean, UARTs and string parsing, uh, that's something that Python has, has good skills at. You know, if you want to split a string up by commas, which is like a super common thing you have to do, um, with AT commands because your responses come back in like a comma separated list with like an AT thing at the beginning. Um, you know, you got regular expressions, you've got uh, string split, you know, starts with, contains, all that, and the garbage collection takes care of your strings for you. So that's, that's nice. After you're done, you just kind of you leave and everything gets cleaned up and you just have your data. So let's check out the demo. Um, and I got the demo in Moo. And for this demo, um, I don't know that we have SSL working yet. Uh, I, you know, these modules do have SSL, but I don't know if it's like TLS 1.2, I think it's 1.1. So we're just going to use an open API that doesn't require any logins, any SSL, called uh, the Astros Open Notify um, API. And when you connect to this API, you can get a JSON chunk of data that tells you how many people are in space and what are their names. Super simple. But boy, that's handy when you're like, I'm stuck here on Earth. But what if, what if I want to know who's in space? So um, we're going to try to make this as similar as possible to the way we did Wi-Fi and the way we did Ethernet. So in CircuitPython, we decided, it's actually a little tricky because Python like CPython on a computer, it uses the operating system's network stack. You, like through Python, you don't have to set the Wi-Fi password. Um, through Python, you don't have to like check your ethernet. It's like the network is, is handled by the operating system and you use sockets and, and you connect and you do stuff in DNS and everything's wonderful. Um, with microcontrollers, uh, you're not that lucky. And especially if you're doing something with cellular where it's like, well, you have to like do all these commands to get and send data. So we try to mimic a, a socket interface the socket interface of the BSD socket uh, API that CPython has, we basically mimic it. So instead of having like import socket, we have import phona underscore socket. And then, you know, the API is socket-like and then underneath it kind of does the actual like data transmission and opening the socket and reading the data and writing the data, checking how many bytes are available and closing it. Only thing that's a little different is when you're dealing with SSL, this kind of all breaks down, especially when the modules have native SSL support, because again, it's, it's not 
it doesn't mimic CPython as closely as we'd like, but it's good enough. And then at higher levels, like at the requests library or the MQTT library, it's totally fine. But it's like at these lower levels, it's a little, it gets a little bit murky. Um, so we create the uh, UART, we have a reset pin, uh, we create the phono module, um, and then we bring up the GPRS connection, that's the, the data connection. Um, it takes you know a couple seconds. It's not fast to make the connection. That first connecting to the cellular network, connecting to GPRS, it actually does take like 15, 20 seconds. And then here's the um, weird magic we do. We have an object like the socket object uh, that normally you would just you know say socket socket to get a new socket. In this case, you set the interface. So this is a non-C Python you know function and argument where we tell it, okay, we're going to use um, the cellular the cellular object, use that to, to do your uh, internet connectivity. So I'm actually going to restart this. And so you can actually start seeing the AT commands down here. I have the debug on. So you see everything is done by AT commands. So for example, you want to connect to GPRS, AT plus CREG, you know, question mark. That'll tell you whether you're connected. Um, and then once, you know, we are connected to the network, which is going to take a while, um, we can open up uh, a socket. Well, first off, we have to like, authenticate and stuff. Then we can open up a socket, connect to the socket. Um, I don't think we have to do a DNS lookup. I think it's smart enough that you can open a socket to a domain name. Sometimes this network is unhappy. You want to connect? Okay, looks like it connected. Um, it authenticates. This password and username is not real. Uh, that we don't actually have password uh, protection. You should put anything in. And then uh, finally, we can get to allocating a socket, creating a socket, and then opening the TCP connection. You see, to open a socket, you literally call like SIP start TCP, your domain name, and 80. And of course, it didn't work. I'm going to start again. Um, and then with SSL, I think you can do like TCP underscore SSL or something to cr uh, connect to um, the socket. But if this did work, which maybe it will eventually, um, you connect to this API, you get the JSON data, you parse the JSON data, and you get out the number of astronauts and uh, their names. And this is one of the nice things about, again, Python, which I like. Doing JSON decoding in Arduino or C or C++ like, really kind of sucks. Um, now, underneath the Python, yes, it is done in C, the low-level stuff. But you know, when you get the data, it's in this nice structure that you can use. Um, okay, so let this keep trying to connect. And I'll go over here. If you want to pick up a SIM 808 shield, uh, you plug it into your Metro or whatnot. Uh, if you want to test this out, uh, you can pick them up a DigiKey. DigiKey is selling our shields and goodies while we are deemed an essential service and not shipping out some stuff. Yes, you can get them from any of our resellers. However, DigiKey is partnering us with us for all sorts of things. Thank you, DigiKey. Um, please shout out to DigiKey on Twitter and the comments. They like to see that this is working out, and uh, we appreciate them and all the team members at DigiKey that has been helping us out so much here in New York City. Okay. There you go. Oh, shield. Um, breakouts out of stock because we actually were, we're making some this week. And then... Uh, the board I'm connecting to is the Itsy Bitsy M4, which is a favorite, and uh, they have like a lot in stock. So if you want some Itsy Bitsies, it's like a tiny um, 120 megahertz microcontroller for like 
which did I have it for? 15 bucks. Uh, good deal. Pick some up. All right, let's check back. Wow, it's not letting me connect. People say you need a bigger antenna, maybe. I know, right? <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's connected to the internet, but then I wonder if it's because I connected so many times that it's, like, kicking me out. That's annoying. Hold on. Let me go to... It was like, you know, I tested it like five times before we went live, and then like, maybe they're like, you can't connect that much. Astros. Okay, well, that's all annoying. Well, I'll try one more time, and I'll take questions while this is okay. well, trying to connect. Okay, well, I was answer I was asking them as you did it. Yeah? No, there's only five left on DigiKey, by the way. These, yeah. Um, yeah, folks, uh, Greg says it's 1.1. Only on the phone board. Yeah, which then, you know isn't isn't so great. So, if we do a lot more stuff with cellular, uh, one we might try to figure out how we can upgrade the firmware. Um, but the second thing you might have to do is run something like bare SSL, which is an SSL layer, on the itsy bitsy to communicate. All right, come on, connect to this API. You can do it. Connected. Read that data. Oh, no. No, it's not happy. All right, well, that's that's how live demos go. Yeah, you can see Kind of fun to watch it streaming by on the display I.O. Don't have to believe me it was working. Okay. Actually, you know what I could do is I could do a hard, a hard reset. Do a hard reset. Okay. While I do, well, I'll do a hard reset. Yeah, while you're doing that, I'll tell people about how they can support Adafruit. Okay, and then I'll show some it's not out yet. So. Okay, so um, we have our manufacturing, engineering, and logistics service and R&D going. If you're a big company, organization, government, or university, or someone, uh, just check out our site for that. Um, we are shipping essential goods. Make sure you... Uh, on checkout, if you're, you know what that means, uh, components for medical devices, uh, essential orders, uh, and if you're essential business, you can order, and uh, we're also doing face shields for the city. Those are not, of course, for sale. Um, you can buy a gift certificate in Adafruit store. You can get Adafruit IO Plus. There is, I think, 28 boxes Okay, wait, left. I think it's connecting this time. Oh. Well, all right. You're yes! Right. It connected. Okay. All so right. you go to my computer. Sorry. Of course, it's like right when you're doing nah, something. No, fine. I was finished. So something a hard reset. I think the reset pin might not actually be doing a hard reset. Also, I might request that when we have this library, it, it clears all your sockets. I think the socket was getting like hung. It was like trying to reuse a socket. Okay. So I connected. I did the HTTP request. I got back uh, this chunk of data. So you can see the HTTP you know, 200 and the headers, and then finally uh, this data chunk over here. So this is it parsed out. And then um, what I do is I just, you know, find the JSON data, um, convert it into an object, and then I can read out the three astronauts, Chris Cassidy, Anatoly, and Ivan. And then uh, on the overhead, I can show the names have printed out. My three astronauts. So, first connection was a little tough to get going, but we did eventually get it going. Um, but that's to be expected because it's like a very, very new library. And um, 
Again, I really wish there wasn't AT only, but it's kind of what it is. So it's just a process of, of finding these little bugs and, and tweaking the code and knowing when to have timeouts. Okay, is there an example of pushing data through the Fona and the Adafruit learning system to Adafruit I.O.? Uh, there is for Arduino, but this, this CircuitPython code was just published like 10 minutes ago. Okay. Uh, yep, AT commands are from the 80s, that is correct. They're terrible. And then... Uh, I mean, we're from the 80s, so... Yeah, and folks want to know, they just discovered Adafruit, they want to know how we're doing. We're doing good. We're um, making face shields for New York City and hospitals, and we're making um, essential very much needed electronics for things like ventilators and more and medical devices so we're uh, most of us are not working um, but a small team of us are and uh, we continue to pay everyone all 100 plus people yeah no layoffs no furlough no cut cut hours all of our contractors are getting paid even the outside services like our cleaning crew because if we don't pay them they don't uh, they don't have jobs so um, we're doing we're doing all of that yeah. and it is uh, difficult it is painful it is scary, but it is the right thing to do, and we are doing it. And that is what companies can do. Um, not all will, but we are. And we'll be fine on the other side because we have cool people in our community that are going to help support us and more. So thank you, everyone, who tunes in and been a great customer over the years. That's why we're able to uh, hopefully weather this storm, as they say. Okay, cool. All right, so the next thing is I want to show some. It just yeah, uh, very not hot. Out yet. I don't even have yet. the graphic for that. Well, it's it's okay. Okay, I mean, this it's is breaking that's news. Really Break, all, I didn't even. This is news to me. So this is. I live here. I got this shipment today from Espressive. Thanks to them to uh, for hooking me up. I got another cell because I I sent mine to Scott. You saw his live stream yesterday. He's been working on trying to get the ESP thirty two S two um, up and. Uh, running on CircuitPython. Um, we got TeenUSB going, and so I actually got 10 of each. So this is the uh, Warroom module. So this doesn't have PSRAM. And this is the Warover, which does. So it's actually the same footprint, which is a little bit surprising to me because um, you know, usually the size of the module was dictated by the fact that it had these extra, this extra PSRAM chip. So for the ESP32, like plane, um, the chips, the the Warover was smaller. Sorry, the Warroom was smaller and the Warover was aside, but now, I don't know, I'll have to decap one of each of these to find out. But I really like this uh, marking on the bottom. They have all the pins nice. labeled out. Do you want to answer questions while you're showing us on it yet? Or? Yeah, sure. Okay. Are there CircuitPython libraries for the NRF 24L01 or CC1101? The uh, 24L01, somebody did wear one. It's in the uh, contributor bundle or okay, community cool. bundle. That was it. Yep. All right. That's all I had to show. All right. Uh, oh, someone uh, dropped some bucks in our YouTube channel. That's nice oh, of you. Oh, thank you. Um, and then someone's going to buy a gift certificate um, on our store. Yay. And, uh, yeah, the cool thing about a gift certificate, it's not like you're just giving us money when we're, you know, back to what will be called, quote, normal. You um, can buy stuff. You can use it. Um, and uh, it never expires. And we do not um, share your email address. We don't spam. We don't have pop-ups on our site. So, um, you know, you want certain companies to make it through this. I think we're one of them. So it's a good, yeah. it's a good value. It's a good value. And uh, this is what Lady Ada looks like. Now she has a mask when she's at the office, but 
Yeah. Yeah. This is us. This Too middle skinny. We look like this, yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. So that's the Desiccalia. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. We'll, uh, we're going to keep. We're going to keep doing these. See you later this week. Bye, bye. More coming soon. <laughs>